0: This is SEMO, where we help you see more. On this episode, we speak to Ben Tavasoli. He's an actor and has had lead roles in BBC One Netflix series New Blood, also featured in An Acceptable Loss alongside Jamie Lee Curtis and he recently was in the Paramount film with J.J. Abrams called Overlord. He's had other roles in No Offence, Silent Witness, Tyrant, and Five by Five. And he trained at the Central School of Speech and Drama, but he didn't really have the most conventional route to becoming an actor, having been at Leeds University, and then at last minute deciding to go into acting. Um, In this episode, it's a pretty raw deep dive into ben's journey through acting uh, the highs and the lows and it's pretty interesting to see how he kind of came out on top and now what he's looking forward to in the future hope you enjoy mr tav welcome to the CMO podcast thank you so much for joining me in my first episode
1: anything for you brother
0: um, no, it's great to have you on. I think uh, the whole point of this podcast is have to have a complete range of people and what they're doing, different backgrounds, um, different verticals and focuses on like what they're doing work-wise and things like that, but um, why don't you give a bit of an intro into who you are and, and what you're doing?
1: Uh, I'm now working as an actor. I have been for about four years on screen only so far, TV and film. Um, and yeah, mainly did TV coming out of drama school moved into features and now I move back into another TV series. That's what I've been doing.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I'd say arguably your actor background isn't the most conventional one. I mean, we originally met through Mullard, who's our good mate um, Shout out at, to <laughs> at uni, um, had some good good nights out in Leeds. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, remember you being there and then all of a sudden, I next minute you're into acting. So like, what, what changed your mind? You didn't want to do more normal uni? How did you get into acting? Tell me a bit more about that.
1: Of course. I mean, you know, it, I won't lie, it was never, it, it was never, I know a lot of actors that actually the majority that have said since day one they knew that's what they wanted to do. I didn't. I don't, I still don't know if it is, but it's my job and I, and I enjoy it. Um, so I was studying sports science at university. I just did a play at uni and I just couldn't get my head down and study. I just couldn't do it. You know, I've got it may be due to attention deficit and um, and generally I'm quite a lazy person, but uh, it was a great escape for me going and doing that play and I finally found something that I actually wanted to put time into. It wasn't no one was forcing it upon me. With your studies, it feels like it's like a protocol, you know, mm. and you have to do it. It was it was something I decided to do and I enjoyed it. So applied for drama school, got in. Um, originally said no because I was in a band. Um, and I wanted to see music, but they offered me a scholarship, and then my mum was like, "Okay, that might mean something," and I was like, "You know what, it might." And um, gee, I, I look back at that moment where I made that decision not to go, and it gives me shivers thinking that <laughs> I actually said no. And I, I, I owe it to my, my tutor for offering me that scholarship and giving me another shot because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing what I do now.
0: That's and it. and you mentioned then you're in a band, so. Yeah. For anyone that follows you on uh, Instagram, you <laughs> like to have the odd impromptu acoustic session. Yeah. But um, so I guess it, you know, kind of performing arts has, I guess, been in your blood because like singing is something that has to come naturally, I suppose.
1: Music, um, it fuels me. Um, if there's, you know, what if there's anything in the world I could do tomorrow, I'll be a musician. But uh, I, I don't, I don't know why not. You know, you could say I'm not good enough. You say I haven't got the balls to take the risk. I don't have the balls to take the risk at the moment. I will put my hands up. Um,
0: but you but, did have the balls to take the risk with acting. but Why not music?
1: I was younger. If I was twenty three now, I'd, I'd I'd push harder for music. I'm twenty eight. I'm a man now, and I've I've, you know, I don't want to start. I don't know. These things take time, I believe. Mm. But maybe that's just a poor mentality from me. Uh, but I'm I'm happy with what I'm doing. am every day I'm learning.
0: Um, did you Did you think that kind of kind of going to drama school like that almost kind of guidance or like you know rather I guess you weren't you were just kind of making videos in your bedroom with music you didn't have kind of a a set structure but maybe the structure of doing like drama school would that help? push you in that right direction? You know what
1: man it wasn't drama school because I I thought a lot of it would just seem like bullshit to me looking back now it it wasn't um, it was actually a very uh, productive thing for me to take on you're right it guided me in a sense but no it wasn't it wasn't necessarily that it was once I left and got picked up by an agency and got put in a TV show. I was like, fucking hell. Nah, at least someone believes in me. Even an agent picking you up, someone is backing your talent. And, and in music, I'd be back to square one on my own. Mm. Um, so that's what drove me, you know? It was once I got going. Once I was out there and I was working, I was like, fine. I feel like I can do this.
0: And then so so you've you finished. I mean, how was the experience through drama school? Like, Was uh mm. through that process? Did it kind of make you know that there was, like, specific areas of acting that you wanted to focus on, or...?
1: No, you, know, you know what, brother? I didn't... I didn't pay much attention. I... I nearly... I nearly quit. Um, so... No, I didn't... I didn't think about it much. I would just pick up a script and read it. Um, now I, I have a completely different perspective. You know, I can watch films and break down what people are doing, and I really appreciate the art. But not at the start, mate. I was just... Mm. I just felt like I could do it and I enjoyed it and I didn't I didn't overthink it
0: so you've finished drama school what was the what was the first step out of that Do right. you get you get picked up or tell me about that process
1: great so what happens is I did a acting for screen course most people do um acting classical right and at the end of that you'll put on a theatre production a showcase the equivalent for us is you go and shoot some short films and you screen them in a cinema, in a, th- whatever, a screening room in Soho. And it's just, yeah, it's the same steps. Agents come down. And then, yeah, there's someone by, you know, a couple way outside, I feel I'll have a chat. Um, I had a couple offers, I picked one, um, which I'd heard was a good agency. And that's it. From from that minute, <clears throat>
0: they
1: get you some headshots, make you a showreel, and they just throw you out there and you do meetings. And then you're on your own back. Like you have to, no, you are the one who's going to get those jobs. You know, the agency can only, they're not gonna, they're not gonna, um, so, um seal jobs for you. Mm. They're gonna get you out in those rooms, and then you just get out there. And, and luckily, I booked a couple early on. Otherwise, I might have lost faith and left it.
0: But that, I guess, for you to be doing that, you, I guess as a person, you you'd have to be quite self motivated, and you have your eyes set on some form of goal or objective. Or I didn't, mate. Yeah, but you say that, but, you know, you could come out, obviously you'd have had a positive reaction, mm-hmm. um, you've essentially got signed to an agent, yeah. and then you say that you're on your own back, but, you know, for you to, you'd have to be self-motivated and be like, holy shit, I I'm onto it- something now, to, to go to the castings, to do that, and it is like, you know, and we'll come onto it, but like, I think you've done quite well in a sh- in a short period of time, and... A lot of people probably would have, as you said, may have quit because they didn't have some of the opportunities that you've had. So maybe that drive and motivation that you have as a person, that's kind of helped you keep on going, have a thick skin in in this industry and get to where you're doing and what you're doing now.
1: I understand what you're saying. I think with every job I booked, it just fed my belief in myself. So getting the agency made me believe I can do this. Mm. Booking my first series. Yep, I can do this, and now and, and and it just that just gradually built over time. You know, if you're looking at a graph, it would just it, that that I wouldn't call it motivation because um, unfortunately I'm not that motivated as a person. <laughs> but if if for example when when I kn- I knew how tough this job was, and I saw other people around me failing, and the fact that it was going well, I was like, it was just self belief. Maybe that's subconscious motivation. No,
0: yeah, that's good. You heard that, that probably was, is. Yeah.
1: Um, And that's what fueled it, man. And it still does, like, you have a wobble every now and then, but you know, now I just booked another series and I'm like, right, there we go. Pick myself up, keep moving forward.
0: And I guess from that as well, like you can be self-motivated or that self-belief. I guess what you just said then, it's almost like little tick boxes or checkpoints. You know, you get through it and you're like, oh, okay. There's almost some type of form of validation for yourself. Um, And then the different projects you book tick those boxes.
1: That's what I agree with, yeah. yeah that makes sense
0: <laughs> what would be some of the challenges you've overcome you think
1: you know the biggest one um was the biggest one was it happening so quickly and yeah. then it, it all got pulled pulled under me like pulled under from my feet the rug was pulled un, under from me mate and um, How? I was left on my backside i, I came out into no offense which was a great show i didn't have a great part in it but it was a great show and i was meant to do the second season but then I got my first leading role in New Blood. And then once you're the lead in a, in a, in a BBC series, people, they speak, people whisper in your ear, you know, and say things that may yeah. not necessarily be true. And I was quite <laughs> young and naive. You're the next big thing. Someone said, you're never gonna have to audition again. And I was like, holy Christ, all this money I've got, I'm out partying and enjoying it. And I just, in that moment, you never think it's gonna end. You don't think about it. It's all happened for me. Everything I wanted, it suddenly happened in two years. We thought we could do better. My rep at the time decides to pull me out. No offense. Thinking we could book something better. What happens? New Blood gets cancelled. So I had four years of my life planned out, thinking oh, I'm new three years. No offense, three years of New Blood. Those are the contracts I'd signed. Um, and then pff, this is it now. Sky's the limit. There's no going back. I didn't work for about a year after that, and yeah. that was mate mentally. Like I was down. Yeah,
0: I was gonna it say. all
1: got taken away from me. It was a really tough year, but. I almost uh, appreciate it. It's made me so much stronger, and I and I I will always have that. I will always have learnt that going forward. Now, you know, Um, it's better it happened to me now when I'm 28 than say what happened when I'm 33 and I've got children or something. Mm. So it's almost a blessing, man.
0: Is that would you say common in the industry? It is. Yeah,
1: but you don't listen to that when everyone's telling you you're going to be the next star. Fucking, you know, you ride the wave, and you go out and and you go to these members' bars, and you spend too much money, money that you have no right to be spending, but you think there's going to be another hundred grand coming your way anyway. Yeah. So you're just not thinking about it. Um. So yeah, if my mates listen to this, they'll be cracking up <laughs> 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 because they saw all of this unfold. Um. But as I said, mate, it's a huge learning curve.
0: Yeah. And how quickly was that though? Like, not the rise and crash. That sounds harsh. But mm. you know what I mean. That like how it was, how though, quickly buddy. after was it? You know, you, you did new blood. So. That, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome, and and I guess you know British drama in itself is becoming you know every winter it's like let's tune into British drama, and you were, you were mm. you were part of an awesome series on BBC, so mm. like being part of that kind of wave, and then all of a sudden was it like it came out, you did all the the press junkets and stuff, and then it's like oh we have got nothing for you kind of thing. But but why? But I understand why. Why didn't you have something else if you weren't doing no offense? Like,
1: So you, you know what it was. Seymour, looking back now. Um I was just relying on my success as opposed to my craft. I was doing... Because what happens is you get put in... You start going up for the lead of everything. But I wasn't doing tapes trying to do a good job. I was doing tapes being like, I'm the fucking leading TV series, man. I should be getting this. Mm. Ridiculous at the time, looking back on it. And then I look back on some of the work I did for those audition tapes that I was shocked I didn't get. And I was like, you pathetic bastard, man. Go out and learn your craft. Those were not good tapes. You weren't doing a good job. A tape is, um, well, a tape is like a, a self. You, you basically a lot. It's very common in the industry now to film your own auditions, um, because it's so accessible with iPhones and stuff. Yeah. Since you made, I wasn't what, doing a good getting, job. You just
0: getting earmarked, uh, like a script, and you thought I'm gonna just self cast for it, but or just c- actually... the. No,
1: no, no, no. It's all like it's le- your agents. It's legit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: no. I'm not just like going. No, oh, I'm gonna
0: come up for the next uh, throwing... Prince Charming part. Does he that?
1: <laughs> no, back in the day, you would have had to have gone in the room because they didn't have the technology to be just pinging around like um, iPhone videos yeah. to it. But now you can do it yourself, so that's a tape. It's like an audition. Yeah, I wasn't doing a good job in them, but I, you know, I, I, I was, I was just clouded by, by the success at the time.
0: I think it's kind of more of a, a broader theme, and, and hopefully, a lot of people that are listening can maybe relate to it. But like, what it is like for new and emerging actors in the industry now? Is there? Mm. I think generally it. Trendy is such a, not a good word, but like mm-hmm. it is, you know, in a lot of industries, it's about the New York becoming emerging talent and things like that. Is it, you're seeing a lot more award ceremonies and things, you know, there's a lot more younger actors and things like that. So I wanted to ask you, like, how do you feel, you know, you're 28, but is that late? Is it young? How have you found that process? You know, how about your acting peers? What yeah. What's it like? Is it different in the UK versus America? Okay.
1: So with regards to age um surprisingly twenty eight is relatively young um which is like i mean if you' use the music industry for example you you've probably done recorded four albums by then and you' have probably come to them towards the end of your career at the age of twenty eight like i mean people get going about like twenty um so no and and the main thing is you know a lot of twenty eight year olds will be playing twenty one twenty two year olds so they're obviously going to call on someone who's got seven years more experience than an actual twenty one year old so um the difference between the uk and the us i the main thing i'd say is diversity and i think every actor would agree with me they're a lot more open-minded um out there they seem to want to call in actors um regardless of race you know everyone gets everyone gets a look and made the best candidate win the role um but um yeah 28 things should be kicking off by now uh but look, there's no rules. Yeah. For example, uh, you know, there's, there's many examples of actors that have probably bagged their... How, how old was Hugh Laurie when he got house? Was he that big before that? I don't know. But I think he's an example. If you, if you book a lead in a series at the age of 35, 36, and it blows up, there you go, that started your career. There's no rules in it, no.
0: And do you enjoy, like, as an actor, there's a lot of, is there a lot of collaboration like, in terms of the creative process? or not. as an actor yeah as an actor like uh, a lot of the roles that you play mm. you know for you do you kind of have like you've got like uh, you know you know what you're doing like you know what you're doing but you know what I mean like do you have specific roles that you, you like really love to play or there mm. certain things that you don't and then the second question is to that mm. like when you do get casted um, you know how how much creative collaboration is there between you and the director and the team
1: okay first question was what the sort of roles
0: yeah you have a preference over what Yeah, I
1: have a preference of doing dramas over comedy. I don't think I'm that funny. I'd rather uh, I'd rather feel it. Like really, you know, get stuck into it, um, and let the emotion just pour out. Uh, yeah, something gritty. Just just mainly for me it has to be believable. I never wanna I never want it to seem like I'm reading words off a page. And um, I guess you can get away with that more in dramas. So, what I'd like to do. No, if it's if it's believable and it, and the character has a real journey that I can follow, mm. then um, I'm not really too fussed about whether uh, it's about a fucking musician or ballerina or I. Yeah, if it's believable um, and it moves people. Second question was what
0: around? You as an actor, so you've been cast now is it how creative how much collaboration is there during the creative process so that
1: depends on two things it depends on what it is a feature or TV series and it also depends on the size of the role if you're in a couple episodes mate you just turn up and do your job and you just go home like that's it you're just like a puppet in there Um, production but with things like New Blood I became really close with Anthony the director and I could I felt really comfortable to go up to him and, and say let's do it this way but in TV there's about seven, eight people that need, need to, that make decisions, you know, there's not one voice. Where, so what I said with feature films is the director, who usually nowadays is the writer as well, I mean, he he's the director, he directs the entire thing. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, he, with uh, an acceptable loss, my first lead in the feature in America. With Joe, fine, suggestions, we could bounce off each other and we could change the whole fucking script if we wanted to. Uh, it didn't happen because I didn't have any, <laughs> anything that useful to put forward. It no, no, was your like, first main, main lead. You are
0: like, oh, I'm not going to be a critique. No, no exactly. Yeah, no. And also, exactly, mate. Like, uh, for, who's, yeah. this, who's this new guy I think block, if, Leo, so I
1: if Leo does a film now, yeah, his, his voice will be heard. I'm, <laughs> mate, I'm just there to enjoy, enjoy the lunch. No, and, please, and sir, call so so more on the
0: canteen.
1: <laughs> 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 no, no, I'll li- leave him to it. And I like the challenge of them giving me the words and I'll see what I
0: can do with it. So you mentioned about diversity earlier. Um, you're mixed race, you're multicultural. Uh, how do you think that's kind of something that you've championed through your acting career? Um, you know, where, where is your family from and, and how's that affecting kind of different roles you play?
1: Yeah, so um, parents are Persian, so I'm of Middle Eastern descent. Now, that did play into my favour at the start, but not necessarily how I would have liked it to. Hmm. For example the first two bigger roles for me or like in bigger TV shows were playing terrorists. It's not, necess- it's not necessarily what I want to do. Yeah. But man, my agents were, they, they were straight at me. They were like, it is what it is. You're going to, yeah. it's going to put you on the radar and then we're going to, we plan to get you the lead at the TV series. And literally it played out play by play. That's exactly what happened. And now what that's done is when I go up for American series now and they can take me seriously because I've done a lead It doesn't matter what the background is, so it's almost like you just got to serve your time, play by the people's rules, and you know. Then it's your time to go out and make some decisions. So now I can make a a few choices. So yeah, in a way, yeah, funny enough, it did play into my favour, but it's got better. It it didn't use. It used to be, um, as I said before, it wasn't mind in the sense that we're going to get a Middle Eastern guy in if the guy's Middle Eastern and he has to be Middle Eastern for it, like it has to be part of his character, he can't be called Tom or John or Harry, that'll have to be someone Caucasian. That's completely flipped around and right. um a lot of respect to producers and writers out there that, that are doing that. Um, may it continue.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about, um you said you don't like the glitz and the glam, but any perks about being recognised in the street?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have never had it to a level that's uncomfortable. At... I mean, at its peak, when new Blood was out, it was like one person a day for about two months, and that's great. That's right. If they got nice things to say, no, I, I, look, I, I can't, I can't vouch for the kids that are in One Direction or all the pop stars out there. That that it's not even um, comparable. So for what it is for me, a couple of people here and there, lovely. I haven't experienced it to that level yet,
0: so I can't really, I can't comment. However, uh oh, you are. Uh... Once upon a time sponsored by Pret-a-Manger. <laughs> I got a free Pret.
1: I mean that's probably the best thing that's happened to me <laughs> since I left drama school, mate. That was worth that was, was worth it. was like one of those really fees. expensive
0: wraps or uh, no, a look, full meal combo, a soup a soup and a sandwich, nine pounds. Dude, looking back, had I known I would just I would have just stashed up, put
1: everything in my suitcase. <laughs> no, it was like a sandwich and a coffee.
0: And besides uh, acting, we like to talk about side hustles. Ooh. I don't think it's... Well, we talked about music, but you're a, a big football fan mm. and player. One time, were you going for pro or was that...? Me? Yeah. No. Oh, was that what you tell everyone on the five-a-side football team? Oh, yeah, well,
1: <laughs> that's the only way I'm going get to get a shot in it.
0: <laughs> but is it something that, I guess, football's quite universal? Is that something that, um, you know, you get to have a laugh with on set, with the crew and, and different actors?
1: Actually, right, it's funny you say that. Maybe I've told you this. <laughs> we have, no, no, most, you know, you'd be surprised. Most of the friends I've made through this industry are through football. Shout out to all my boys that play in the Friday team and the Monday morning team. I've, we, there is, I've made so many genuinely close friends. Yeah, we have a Monday game and a Friday game, mainly actors, that get-together. And yeah, I've made, I've, I've made some really close friendships out of that. And it's, yeah, it's like, we have a lot of time off, man. Don't get me wrong, even when you're filming, like even for the show I'm doing now, sometimes it's one day a week. Um, so it's great, yeah, it's great to all get together, at least keep them fit, like, you know, you're, you're yeah. not going out and just boozing for the sake of it. Obviously, that does happen as well. <laughs> but um,
0: yeah, the well, that's that, cool. And I guess something, you know, being on set or offset, and you said you have that downtime, but, you know, in terms of your mental health as well and well being, mm, you know, mm. especially football is something you enjoy, I guess that. And obviously there's something there that's, you know, relatable to the other actors and yeah. stuff that like you're doing that Monday and Friday, Friday team. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Is yeah. that a big thing in the industry for actors, do you think? What? Mental health.
1: It's a very good point, that, buddy, because you're left to your, you're left to your own devices a lot of time. James Dean, famously quoted, and, you know, he's one of the greatest ever. Um, he said, it's the loneliest business in the world. And it is, mate, when you're not working. And it's probably like any... But, like you know, with any self-employment, I'm sure musicians who lock, have to lock themselves in the studio and write albums and... You know, it is lonely. You, for example, you like you, a lot of my friends, most of them, you work in a team in an office. Um, so it's it's very easy to overthink and go down a, a downward spiral. But as I said, that did happen to me in that year, and I won't let it happen again. Uh but the only problem is I'm a bit of a lazy fucker when it comes to being productive and, as you said, side assholes. No, man, this is it for me. Like What I'll do is I'll, the most important thing I believe right now in my spare time is to do is to learn how much you can learn from other actors and watching stuff. How can you be the best at something even know what the best is? I don't necessarily want to be the best, but, my God, I pick up a lot of other actors and it's helped me big time. Um, so that's what I tend to do you know as opposed to trying some people are great at getting out there and making shit happen i take a back seat and watch what other people are doing learn you know just just look back and look back at it and look from a big picture and how did
0: you so you had your downtime in that year but like coming climbing that ladder out of it how what were some of the things that you did personally to do that what you know was it all what was that spark or you know how did you deal with coming out of that and and you know all of a sudden seeing a positive light
1: Um, it's when I started. I think I started just listening to podcasts, etc. And as I just said to you now, realizing how much you can learn of other people. And one of the main thing was, man, you just worry about what you can control. I can't control who's writing a script out there that's right for me. Once I've done an audition, I can't control. I can't influence their decision. What I can control is when I'm given that side, given those sides, sides of the few sheets they give you to learn for an audition. I can control what I, what I produce and what i go and show them. And then once it's done, boom, that's gone. Next one. Another email comes through, another meeting. Let's focus about that. Um, whereas before I'd get caught up, I'd be calling my agent, being like, so, so do they want me? Do they not want me? Fuck that. It's a complete waste of time. That was a huge turning point for me. Yeah.
0: What would you say to any aspiring actors that want to get into the game now?
1: The thing is, for me, it happened because I went to drama school. I don't necessarily think that's the only route forward. I can only speak from my experience. I'd say a lot of people spend too much time hustling as opposed to developing their craft and their skill. In my industry. But look, this is just my opinion. A lot of people are great at going out there, meeting the right people, and they book jobs, and that's fucking brilliant. Anyone who can do it, no matter how you do it, I'm genuinely happy for you. But for me it worked when I, as I said to you took a step back and started developing my craft find something right step back look at it all and find something find your avenue you know how can you sell yourself what's going to make you what's going to make people um, Brando had a fucking brilliant oh, I keep swearing I shouldn't do that nice. Bra- Marlon Brando had an amazing quote which is stop the movement of the popcorn to the mouth and what he meant is he wanted to make sure that every time he did, he, he said something people would stop what they're doing and it would shock them and Find a way to do it. That hasn't been done before. Just find, Just find find your USB. You know what's going to make what's going to impress people. What's going to make everyone stop and stare at you? And and get out there and do it.
0: <laughs> so you'd had done TV series, and obviously New Blood we talked about in in England, in British drama. Um, but what's the comparison, like, you know, you've done a TV series, but then working on feature films. Mm-hmm. Like, is there any kind of, like, you get a bit of a pep talk, being like, right, son, it's a bit different to TV. So what was that transition like for you from doing TV to then feature films?
1: No pep talk. So, as I said to you before, with Overlord, I was a small part. Yeah. So, mate, you know, I, the director, I, there'll be days where the director would speak to me. Why should he? He's got other things to focus on. Good for him. Like, I'm, I'm there to come deliver my lines. Um... And that's about it. But I saw it on a big scale. You know, we filmed that in the same studio as like Harry Potter, and um, I think it was like there was another huge film there. Doesn't really matter. But it was great seeing that the big green screen. You know, they built like a an aircraft that was simulated, Um, and everyone on there is the best of what they do. You know, that was Warner Brothers. You know, that as the creme de la creme, and it was wonderful meeting all those people and seeing it all. With an acceptable loss it was an independent, it's a much smaller budget, but yeah, I was I was the lead in it and as I said to you, there's just a lot more freedom with film. A lot more freedom, a lot more time is spent, mm. is what I'd say. Um T V it sometimes can feel like a bit of a job.
0: Yeah, very tight, like shooting schedule. Very tight. And of
1: course is is you've got ten hours to shoot, like if a whole season's about ten hours of footage, it's no surprise. Um so film is probably more enjoyable, but some of the writing in TV nowadays is brilliant. And it's it, it it like it you feel you feel grateful to be a part of it, um, and you're employed for longer. <laughs> you know you're shooting you're shooting a, a lot more and for a lot longer. Um, but as I said, buddy, it's the writing. You know yeah. you can write a beautiful short film for ten minutes. You can write um, the next Game of Thrones. But if it's great writing, doesn't matter how long you're doing it for. You just
0: you know you just want to be a part of it. And how much for you do you think being on, you know, being on set meeting these Different types of people, is, is is there a big part of networking and and that kind of thing? Or is it like, you know, you're on set, you're off, thanks, we'll talk to your agent or you know
1: The thing is some people are good at that, I'm not like I, I you just pers- wanna get
0: back to your Friday, Monday football. Team. I don't. I wanna what <laughs> I wanna do,
1: Simo, is I want to do my job to the best I can possibly do it. I want to create something special. Every time that camera rolls, I'm not just there to read my lines. And I would rather that book me work than me, you know, going for dinner with... I mean, I do become mates with directors because we all have a laugh. It's a fun job to do. And we all have the same passion and drive, right? But I'd rather that book me a job and someone watches it from their couch, you know, a big director. and then I get a phone call being like, right, this is the kid I want, as opposed to me going out and just meeting people for the sake of it.
0: And so you said now you've just got a new exciting project. Are you able to to talk a bit about that? Well,
1: when does this come out?
0: I don't know. It depends. We don't know yet.
1: Yeah, all right. I think it's fine. It's bulletproof on Sky One. So they've done one season with Noel Clarke and Ashley Waters. Um, And I'll be in that. I'm not going to say anything else, but I'm going to be in that second season. And Nick Love and Noel Clarke are the writers. And my word. You know what? As I was going back to, when a project... Feels good. This feels bloody good. That's awesome. This is a script and a half. Um, And they're excellent people. Uh, I'm not going to say anything else. (laughs)
0: That sounds good. I think we'll watch out for you on that. But it's been an awesome chat with you. I think it's been so passionate. And I think there's so much to learn. And I think any emerging kind of new actor in the industry, you know, there's lots of ups and downs. But thank you so much.
1: Lots of love, buddy. Look, this is, and Seymour hasn't asked me to say this, man. He's a intelligent, <laughs> endearing character. <laughs> and I think you're going to learn a lot listening to this. Um, I'm really, I'm, I'm proud of you for, for taking this shift through this, buddy. Cheers. And sincerely, man, I wish you all the best.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening. I hope this podcast can intrigue, inspire, and provide some key tips and tricks for a lot of people. I would really appreciate your help to grow the community. If you know anyone that you think would enjoy this podcast, then please send it their way. And if you can subscribe and leave a review, it would mean so much and it really supports the show. Thank you and see you next week.